Hey y'all, what's up? You are now tuned in to The Unknown Journey with Jazz, an emerging and relatable podcast for young adults navigating their way through life. Join me as we will be discussing everything from heartbreaks to spirituality, astrology, fashion, love, business, money, and just everything life. I'm so glad you could join me and I don't want to keep you waiting. So let's get started. Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of The Unknown Journey with Jazz. I am your host, Jasmine, and y'all, oh my gosh. To my original listeners here, to the ones that come back, that tune in every week, y'all, it has just been so crazy. Like, I know that this recording or that this episode is late, so number one my apologies for the late episode but y'all oh my gosh all right let me let me take well first of all if you're new here hey what's up welcome um check out the other uh episodes if you haven't already there's some good ones in there so like y'all check those out but to my original ones let me tell y'all what happened so first starters um, as you can tell by the title, I wanted to talk about mental health because it is um, National Mental Health Awareness Month, right? So while I'm recording the episode, um, I just start to get in my feelings like midway while I'm talking, I'm tripping over my words and I start to get a little emotional and I just realized I am not at my most highest state of being, um, I guess, mentally healthy or just like I just wasn't in the most highest vibrations. Right. So I was just like, I just need to stop. I can't record right now. Like I need to take some time for myself. So boom, take some time. And if you all follow me on Instagram, I shared a little message saying that um, I I'm going to post between that night that I recorded and Tuesday, which is today. So I was going to take a little break for myself, recuperate, and do all that. So during that weekend, and also I took like a break from social media, so I haven't really been on social media as well because of mental health. Again, like I feel like I was just getting very consumed in it. So I took a break from it, deleted the apps, all that good stuff. So this weekend, I take my niece and her friends to Six Flags, right? Boom, having a great time. Steven and I took the girls. You know, everybody's having a great time. We get on the runaway train, roller coaster, whatever. Tell me why my phone slides out my pocket. Slides out my pocket, and then it drops into the little water, the lake down there. So I've been without a phone for, I don't know, two and a half days now. And if y'all know, like if y'all really know, I use my phone for everything, especially the podcast. I record off my phone, all that. So right now I'm recording off my laptop. Um, I had to download Google Chrome to try to get at least 30 minutes of recording because Safari be acting all stank, only trying to give me five minutes. So it's just a lot going on i don't got no phone and it's it hasn't been that hard like the only thing that's been difficult is just like i'm like a little 
not scared, but like leaving the house without a phone just feels very weird. That's the only thing. But besides that, you know, I have my laptop, which is my MacBook. So everything's kind of connected. So it's not too bad. But yeah, it's just been very hectic. And <laughs> I'm just trying to look at the brighter side and, you know, be thankful that it's just a phone. It could be replaced. It wasn't something else like my car keys or anything like that. And also just try to realize that maybe there's a message and all this that maybe my phone was really consuming me and I needed a break from it. So that happens and here we are today. So I am in brighter spirits. I do feel a lot better. Um, I talked to someone I trust very much about how I've been feeling and, you know, just release all the the negatives or just the overwhelming emotions and we're actually gonna we're gonna talk about it so y'all stay tuned we gonna get into it and we're gonna talk about some mental health and how i deal with my mental health and kind of just what it looks like for me and my personal experience so emphasis on my personal experience and what it looks like for me so i'll be talking about my mental health and if y'all relate y'all relate if you don't you don't and if you want to share your stories with me I'm all ears as well. You know where to find me at The Unknown Journey on Instagram. Hit me up in the DMs and your secrets are safe with me. I promise. And yeah, let's get into it. All right. All right, y'all. So before we get started, I just want to let y'all know that it is hot in Jersey. Okay. It is so freaking hot, y'all. Oh my gosh. It's like... A heater is on outside like it's the hottest day today and I would have my AC running but it's so loud so we in the heat with it okay and if you hear um birds chirping it's because you can hear everything in my apartment and if y'all have listened to previous episodes you know I'd be in the closet trying to record episodes for y'all but it's too hot to be in the closet y'all so Y'all just gonna have to hear the the birds chirping, okay? It's just a little background noise, a little razzle dazzle. <laughs> so there's that. Also, like I said, this is my experience, how I deal with things, and this is in no way, shape, or form um, telling you how to deal with your emotions or your mental health or this is not like any medical advice or anything like that. You just take what you want, take what resonates, and and that's all, okay? All right, so before we get started, I want to just take a few deep breaths in to just relax, because this is a, you know, a more serious topic. We chill, you know. I still got my little jokey jokes, my little slang words I'll be throwing in there, but you know, we're a little bit more chill this episode. So I just want y'all to close your eyes. If you feel like it. if you don't want to close your eyes, don't close your eyes. But I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to take a nice deep breath in through my nose and fill my belly up and blow out through my mouth. And another deep breath in. Fill my belly up and blow out through my mouth. And another nice deep breath in and blow out through my mouth. 
and just relax my body, relax my jaw, because y'all be clenching my jaw sometimes, so relax my jaw, and just relax. Um, I do this when I feel like really overwhelmed sometimes, or if I feel like I can't breathe, or, you know, it's just something doesn't feel right, I will just breathe, and I feel like that helps a lot to just calm me down and, you know, settle things. So let's jump in. Um, I first want to start off by defining what mental health is. Pretty sure you already know, but this is like the definition coming offline. It says that mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, we feel, and we act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. So I really want to emphasize on that mental health is important at every stage of life. So it doesn't matter if you're a young child, if you're a preteen, if you're a teen, a young adult, if you're an adult, a middle-aged adult, if you're getting a little bit more older, if you are older, mental health is at every stage of life. So don't be, don't feel like, oh, you're too old to be feeling this way, or you're too young to be feeling this way, because it's literally through every stage of life, okay? So if you're struggling, Mentally, and you feel like you're too old, you're not too old. If you feel like you're too young, you're not too young. So don't be embarrassed by that. All right. So for me, how I kind of identify my mental health and like do check-ins on myself is I notice how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling happy, if I'm feeling sad, am I irritable, am I angry, am I emotional? I try to analyze those feelings and and see where they're at and see how consistent they are. Because for me, your girl, I be going through it. It don't be seeming like I be going through it, but I be having my ups and downs. Um, Sometimes I am up and I'm stable for a long, consistent time. And then sometimes I just feel so emotional, so overwhelmed, confused, not sure what's going on. And y'all, like, I feel this confusion state a lot. And I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that feels like this. So to me, it feels like, it's like you don't even know how to describe it. It's like you're not necessarily super happy, but there's like nothing to really be sad or angry or upset about. But you just feel like weird and kind of ungrounded and it just... I don't even know how to describe it. I don't know how to describe it. But if you feel what I'm feeling, like, you know, like, it's just an undescribable feeling where you just feel like life's kind of just passing you by. You're not really sure what you're doing. You're not really sure how to explain how you're feeling. And a lot of times when I'm in that state, I know that I'm not clearly at my highest. Um, So that's like one step. I'll like notice, I'll take note, like if I'm feeling in that that weird headspace. 
Also, if I'm emotional, I take note of that. I can be emotional at times. I'm not emotional all the time, but sometimes I'm just really emotional. I just feel like crying. Things might trigger me. Um, You know, hormones for women, hormones have a lot to deal with that as well. But, you know, everybody is entitled to their feelings. And sometimes we just feel sad and we don't necessarily know why. There might be like some hidden stuff that we don't know, but sometimes we just feel sad. Also, another thing I notice is when I get too focused on social media, when I, every like little break I get throughout my day, I'm on Instagram or I'm on Twitter or I'm on TikTok. I'm on some type of social media platform. And to me, that's kind of bad in my eyes for me because it's just wasting time. Like it's not doing anything. I may think I'm doing something beneficial because let me tell y'all, I'll try to be like, let me just go on TikTok because I'll learn something off TikTok and I'll save whatever I learn and use it. Y'all, I don't never use whatever I save on TikTok. Just like when you screenshot something, you be like, oh, I'm gonna come back to this later and you'll never come back to it. That's exactly how I be. I'd be like, oh, let me go on TikTok. Oh, I learned something new on TikTok. Wait, what did I learn? Like, what did I really learn for real? So yeah, I will become consumed with social media. So that is one of the reasons why I took a break from it because I feel like once I got home, I would just go straight to my phone and I'd be on my phone for hours just on social media. And when someone would be like, oh, how was your evening? What'd you do? And I'm like, I don't know. What did I do? And I'm thinking like, dang, I can't really remember if I did anything. It's because I didn't. I sat on the couch and I was on my phone the whole time, not doing nothing, not being productive. Like, you know, it. I feel like it becomes a problem when you cons- con- when your whole life is consumed with social media. And there needs to be breaks. And also I noticed when like the iPhone sends your message saying, oh, your screen time was up this much percent or you spent eight hours a day on your phone. I'm just like, yo, I need to chill. Like that's a lot. So I do this every so often where I'll delete my apps and try to take a break. Um, I did delete Instagram for Lamp last year. And I did pretty good with that. I missed it this year. I should have did it this year, but yeah. But so I recently deleted Instagram um, because I feel like that was the app I was on the most. And then I got notifications saying like my screen time went down 16%. And I'm like, dang, just all of deleting one app, just Instagram, my screen time went down a lot. So social media is um, another way. I know that my mental health is not in the best of state. And just the common signs of like, you know, feeling happy, sad, not really being in a consistent state. It's just kind of all over the place. Um, Not really knowing what's going on. Complaining. That's also a really big one for me. When I'm complaining about any and everything, my mental is not there. I'm not thinking right. I'm not believing in myself. Like, that's how I know. Jazz, you need to check yourself because don't nobody want to be around somebody that's complaining all the time. That's not fun. It's not cool, you know? So those are like my things, right? So things that can affect your mental health. One, like I said, social media. Another one can be relationships. 
that's like a really really big one and I guess I could kind of talk about this too personally is I've noticed when I was in a relationship that wasn't the best or that was toxic my mental health was not there crying all the time not feeling like worthy um just always feeling bad if you're in a relationship and you feel bad all the time it's not good okay you should not feel bad all the time when you're in a relationship your partner is supposed to help you and y'all are supposed to be happy and yes there are rough times but you should be able to depend on your partner to go through that rough time together so you're still not feeling bad (laughs) okay i've been in relationships where i have felt bad for like a while and you might not really realize it until you notice you cried like at least three times that week and it's like yeah that's not healthy okay um another big thing could be your job if you're not happy at your job that can definitely affect your mental health um being in school sometimes school can be very stressful and overwhelming I get overwhelmed so fast and often. Um, It's something I'm really trying to work on of trying to just tackle things one at a time. But I've often get in that state where there's just a lot of things to do. I have a lot of things to do or a lot of things to think about. And I just kind of go down a rabbit hole of being overwhelmed and it kind of just bursts and I end up crying and then I have to like reevaluate everything. Um, another one that affects your mental health could be friendships. Um, if you and a friend were really close and maybe y'all start drifting apart or maybe y'all are just having a rough, rough patch within your friendship, that can affect your mental health. And I want to like emphasize on that. Like friendships are just as imp- important as relationships as well. And for me... I take my friendships super important. So when I'm like really close with somebody and then we fall out or we fall apart, that affects me a lot, a lot. Especially if I talk to you on a day-to-day basis and now we don't talk every day or now like we're like distant friends and I just say, hey, what's up? It's just like, yo, them friendship breakups, them things hurt me for real. I don't like that because I take my friendship so serious and I'm very loyal to my friends and I always want to be there for my friends so when things like that change and then I don't have a lot of friends at that so like my previous 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 episode being an introvert like I don't have that many friends to begin with so losing a a good friend can really hurt so that can affect your mental health also things like medication um, I've been on birth control, on birth control, and that has affected my mental health numerous of times. You're, you're just feeling very moody, up and down, up and down, very inconsistent. Your environment, that can affect your mental health. I have lived in places, y'all, let me tell y'all. <laughs> in college, my last, last semester, I, I wouldn't say it affected my mental health that much, but definitely played a part. The apartment that I lived in, I just did not feel comfortable living in that apartment. Like I lived there for six months, but still 
I had like everything in my room. Like I had a mini fridge in my room, a microwave in my room because I just did not feel comfortable just moving around in the, it was like a little townhouse or something or duplex. I just did not feel comfortable and not feeling comfortable in your own home could definitely affect your mental health. So those are some things that can really affect it. And I know it's hard, y'all. I know it's hard and I know these things like sometimes are inevitable, but that's why there are tools that we can use to try to navigate our way through these emotions, through these feelings, through these factors that we can't change. So I'm gonna talk about some of the tools that help me and yeah, let's, we're gonna get into it, all right? So let's get into it. All right, y'all. So one of the biggest thing that helps me personally and like on my own is journaling. Journaling, I don't know why it took me so long to journal because my grandmother used to always tell me I should journal and like write down, I don't know, my day-to-day in a journal and stuff. But in college, I had a notebook and I started journaling. And what journaling looks like for me, well, I'll walk y'all through it actually. So I'll open my book, it's like a composition notebook, and I'll put, hey journal with a little heart. That's like my signature introduction. And I'll tell my journal how I'm feeling, what I did that day, um, goals that I have, or just any and everything. And especially when I'm stressed or if I'm feeling really overwhelmed or if I'm really upset or sad, I'll go to my journal and say like, hey journal, I'm feeling really down about the situation that happened. Um, This, that, and the third, it affected me this way. I'm really sad about it, da, 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 right? All the details. And at the end of it, I kind of treat my journal as if it were like a person and I would say like, thank you journal for listening to me or thank you for allowing me to write out my feelings. I feel so much better now that I have written everything out. Um, And towards the end, like I'll just feel so, so grateful that I was able to get out these feelings. And sometimes I don't always know how to write out how I'm feeling. And I'll literally write that. I'll be like, hey journal, I don't know how to explain this, but I don't know. I just feel weird or I'm confused or I don't even know what I'm really talking about, but I'm just going to keep writing. So yeah, I'll I'll treat my journal like it's a person. And like I said, sometimes I don't always know what I'm writing. And for someone that's just starting out, like it's okay to do that. It's okay to not know exactly what you're writing. And every time you journal, it doesn't have to be a page long. It could be two sentences if you wanted to. You could be like, hey, journal, I feel sad. That's all I got to say today. See you tomorrow. Boop, next day, you might have a longer list of things to write about. But that's like one of the main things that really helps me. Um, especially when I was living in that apartment that I just mentioned. I used to write in my journal almost every day. Um, I've kind of stopped since I've moved, but 
when I do feel really overwhelmed, I go back to my journal and I make sure I write the dates on it. And I like to go back and read my past, like, I guess, entries. And it's really cool to see how some things like I even manifested throughout my journal or I've like planned things and those things happened or just seeing how I talk to myself. How I, sometimes I'm like, dang, why am I talking so negative or why am I talking so bad? And then other times I'm like, oh, look at me being so positive talking in this entry. Like I need to continue being like that. And it's just cool to go back and see your past self kind of. It's like you see your thought process, how you're feeling and and how you're writing things and how what your mindset was like at that time. So that's a really cool thing I like about journaling. And then also on top, it just helps me feel better with getting my emotions out. Another big thing that helps is talking to someone that you trust. Y'all, this is a good one because you can actually get feedback from it. You can get feedback from someone and it's nice to know that someone cares and someone's able to listen to you. And bottling up everything is not good. So if you do bottle up everything and you don't like talking to other people, journal. I promise you it's going to help. Like Because holding all that in is not good. You need to let it out, you need to release. And if you are a little bit open and willing to talk to someone, do that. I promise you, even though a lot of times people can't even really help you, but letting it off your chest is going to feel so much better. You will feel a lot lighter and you will feel like, all right, you don't have to carry all this weight by yourself. So please. Find someone that you trust, whether it be a family member, a therapist, um, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a partner, um, anybody. Like anybody that you know you can trust, talk to them. Tell them how you're feeling. Say, hey, like my mental health is really not good. I'm having problems here or I've been feeling like this. And you never know. They might be like, oh, you know what? I've been through that too. I know someone you can go talk to. I have a therapist I can recommend or, all right, well, maybe let's let's do check-ins every so often on each other. Let's hold each other accountable for our mental health together. Let's go on this journey together. You know, let's let's go take a walk in the park. Let's Let's go do something to try to brighten your mood or make you feel better. So don't think that you have to go through these things by yourself or on your own. There are other people that are there and willing to help you. And if you feel like there aren't, journal. <laughs> I'm probably going to reference journal a lot because that helps me. Um, although I do like to talk to people, not all the time, but most times I'll, if I'm feeling like really, really stressed, I'll talk to someone about it. But if you don't, if you're not that person, you don't like oversharing, just journal. And, and if you don't like to write, type it in your notes on your phone, write a whole little note entry. And you won't feel better, okay? I promise. Another thing that you could do is meditate. Um, I need to get better at meditating. But I feel like in the morning when I meditate, um, it sets my intention for the day. And I usually have a better day. 
I'm usually more positive. Like I have a, a brighter outlook on the day and how things are going to go. And I feel like that's just a good way to, I feel like it's a good way to help um, just start your, start your day. Like it's just a good way to prevent yourself from getting sad or in a depressive state or any of that. And sometimes meditating is hard. So you can do guided meditations, or even if you just want to close your eyes and just talk to yourself, that's a form of meditating Um, or saying prayers. If you are religious, praying could definitely help clear your mind in the morning and, and give your thanks and set your intentions for the day. So meditating is a good one. I need to really get better with that because I feel like it helped me a lot, helped me out a lot as well. So I'm going to practice on meditating. Um, another one that I like to do is yoga. Yoga feels so good. It's so relaxing. It stretches your body and it could be good to do outdoors or if you go to a class and there's someone, a yoga instructor a yoga instructor that guides you, or if you like to just be in your home, get a yoga mat. Um, if you want to freestyle, freestyle, but actually, yeah, I usually freestyle. Sometimes I'll do a little YouTube class and it'll feel good and all that. And I feel a lot more relaxed and a lot more calmer, but there's that. Um, another big one that I like is to go outdoors go out in nature, especially those times where I feel confused and not know what's going on. I feel like really ungrounded. I'll go out in nature. I'll touch a tree. I'll just go to the park and just watch the birds, listen to the wind. I like watching like the trees flow, um, just looking at the sky and just breathing in fresh air. That can really help you just kind of relax and clear your mind and just feel better. Um, Especially when, if you live in a place that's really loud and hectic, or if you live in the city, or if you live with a lot of people, finding that time to escape and just enjoy the beauty of the earth can be really relaxing and just calming and, and freeing. Um, that helps me a lot when I was in a relationship. I would go escape to a park. I always find a park somewhere. Wherever I live, I'm going to find a trail, a park, something. Those are like my little escapes of just feeling good. And I take Nala Bean, my doggy. I'll take her with me. We'll go on a nice little walk. Um, another thing that can help is self-care. And I know we could be lazy sometimes, but when you get in the mirror and you, oh, affirmations, and you tell yourself, like, I'm that girl or I'm that dude and I look good, I feel good, I am good. Like, when you talk to yourself and then you start doing stuff to make yourself look good, you're going to feel better. When you doing your face mask or if you a guy, maybe you like doing your nails or something, do a nice little clear coat because, you know, that's what's going to get the ladies that nice 
nice manicured hand with the clear coat, you know what I'm saying? And um, you got that fresh haircut, and you got that nice little fit on, you know what I'm saying? You smelling good, all that. And the ladies, y'all hair looking real nice. Skin is glowing, you know what I'm saying? Like, things like that are going to boost your your ego is going to boost your, your self-esteem. You're going to feel good. You're going to look good. You're going to smell good. And that energy shows. When you put that extra time into yourself, people are going to notice like, okay, they're taking care of themselves. I see them. They're happy and they're looking good and all that. So self-care can definitely be a way to help with your mental health. Also, probably the biggest one that we need to encourage. And I hope that as time goes on, it can be way more accessible to people is therapy. I have not gone to therapy. Well, I did this one session, but I don't know. I didn't really like the the person that it was with. But if you are able, go to therapy. No matter if you are happy, sad, if you've gone through things, if you haven't, therapy is just a great way to develop yourself. It's a great way to heal from past traumas. And there's just so many benefits. Um, my sister is a licensed marriage and family therapist. Shouts out to my sister. And y'all, I have an episode with her. So if you not have not listened, I'm not sure what number episode it is, but it's um, the episode navigating relationships and friendships or something like that in your 20s. I don't know. It was a long title, but it was a good episode and it's one of the top five episodes. So go check that out. That is credited um, advice right there. Okay. Like that. She has credentials to back it up, okay? So if you need some help navigating your relationships with your family, with your friends, and you want to hear a therapist's advice, go check out that episode, like, for real, for real. Um, and also, there's so many tools online that you could just look up how to help my mental health. There's YouTube videos. There's podcasts. Um, there's self-help books, audiobooks. Um, I'm pretty sure there's like webinars and, and things like classes and stuff like that. So use technology to your advantage, go online, figure out ways to help improve your mental health, figure out foods that you can eat that can help improve your mental health, things, activities that you can do, um, and all that good stuff, really like trying to bettering your mental health starts from within so you have to want it for yourself. And once you want it for yourself, you find those tools that you can use to better yourself. And when you become a better you, y'all, I promise when you take that time to focus on yourself, to better yourself, you are going to start attracting so much good. I promise, like, if you feel like all you've been attracting is bad, negative, toxic stuff, like, I hate to say it, but you got to look in the mirror and you have to make some changes and you have to set boundaries. And if people are not respecting your boundaries, you got to cut them off. You have to cut them off. You can't allow someone to take your happiness, your highest of mental 
health and mental state, you can't allow anybody to take that from you. So have boundaries, work on yourself, work on your mental health, work on your your health overall, and things are going to start coming, okay? Things are going to, they're going to come good. I know a lot of people, um, a lot of people ask me, like, how did I look up? Because if you've listened to other episodes, you know, Steve and my boyfriend, we have a really good relationship. And like we always say the key to our relationship is communication, which is facts. We talk about any and everything. Whenever I'm upset, whenever he doesn't like something, I don't like anything or I don't like something. Um, If we really like something, we tell each other. And no matter how uncomfortable, no matter how like, I might not know how he's going to react. I'll tell him anyway, and he'll tell me anyways. And that's how our relationship is, is good. But also, I came out of a toxic relationship, and I gave myself a lot of time to heal and to better myself and to set my boundaries and to stop letting certain people come into my life and to stop accepting bare minimum and to stop, stop accepting things I didn't like. I I found myself, you know, and Steven did the same as well. He took a lot of time to heal from his past relationship and he bettered himself and he worked on his his mental health and his overall health and his appearance. And, and we both took that time to really evaluate ourselves, heal and become a better person. And that's how I feel like we attracted each other because you're going to attract what you give out. So... If you want better, if you want a better boyfriend, a better girlfriend, if you want better anything, you need to, it starts from you. You have to better yourself. And if you you feel like you're bettering yourself and that person that you're with is not, then maybe you need to start setting some boundaries. Maybe you need to start saying like, hey, I'm not accepting that no more. You're not going to disrespect me anymore. You're not going to cross my boundaries anymore. And once you are, um, what's the word I want to use? Like, once you're strict on what you'll accept and won't accept, people going to know how to move. People going to know, like, oh, I can't do that to her because if I do that to her, she's not going to talk to me. And I don't want that to happen. So I'm going to have to respect her to get what I want. And at the end of the day, you'll be getting what you want because now they respected your boundary or what you want or whatever the case may be. I hope this is making sense. For y'all, if it's not, you want some clarification, you know, hop in the DMs. Um, I'm going to get the Instagram back, but just just for the podcast, y'all, I'm going to try to stay off my personal social media because, I don't know, that's just how I'm feeling. But I still want to stay connected to y'all. So, yeah, um, I don't know where I went with that whole little tangent at the end, but I just felt like maybe that just needed to be said. Maybe people need to hear that. And yeah y'all like it starts from you and it can be difficult and it's okay to reach out for help it's okay to ask someone what to do how to better yourself um if you see someone that is doing really well ask them how did they get there ask them what's their backstory did they struggle like how you struggled and ask them what what can you do like what tools can you use and and just work on being a better person. Once you are a better person, life will become better. 
And if you are struggling for real, for real, and you feel like you're just like in a hole and you can't get out, please reach out to a professional. They're going to help you. It might take a process, but you have to trust the process. Um, I forgot what the saying is, like, great things come with time or something along the lines of that. Y'all know what I'm trying to say. But yeah, like, it's going to take time and that's okay. Enjoy the process. Six steps to um, consistency. Enjoy the process. Y'all, you see how, like, all my episodes become a full circle? This this is why I do this, okay? This is why I do this right here for y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm having a moment right now. But yeah, um, and it's okay to have downfalls. Like, it's okay. I have them all the time where I'm doing really, really good. I'm so happy. And all of a sudden, I come crashing down. I'm like, yo, what the heck is going on? And I might take a few days. I might fall a few days. But then I look in the mirror and I be like, um, girl, you tripping. What, like, come on, let's let's get back to it. And it's okay to have these cycles as long as you keep getting back up. Let me make sure my time I'm running now. Yeah, as long as you keep getting back up, as long as you keep trying, because every time you keep trying, you're going to be adding another block to that pyramid. What episode that was? Was that the consistency um episode two? Where I talked about, you know, you keep adding that block to that pyramid a little bit um is better than nothing. One percent is better than nothing. Yeah. Yeah, 1% is better than nothing. So keep trying, y'all. If y'all need help, if y'all need additional tools and you want to reach me and you want to ask me, I'll I'll do some research for y'all. I don't mind helping y'all out. This is what I do for y'all. Like whatever y'all need from me, I'm going to give it to y'all. So there's that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and close this episode out. Because I feel like I just want to end there. It's nice, short, sweet episode. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you for giving me grace of having a late episode. You know, things happen, life happens. But we made it. We here. We posting. And I hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. And I will catch y'all in the next one. You know where to find me at The Unknown Journey with Jazz on Instagram. And of course, of course, of course, rate this episode, rate this podcast, not this episode, but rate the podcast, y'all. We trying to get global, you know what I'm saying? We trying to get global around here. Rate it, share it, um, subscribe, do all that good stuff because we we trying to climb that ladder. We trying to get to that top, you know, 1% better than nothing, all right? So... I'm going to catch y'all in the next episode and thank you for tuning in. Peace.